Welcome to our community. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Don Butera. Good morning, good morning. We're doing something brand new this morning. Uh, we're going live, so I am absolutely live right now. Yes, I am alive, but we are live. So any mistakes I make, well, that's life. And we're actually glad about this. We're going to start going live uh, in the English gatherings for the next few weeks, and then we'll go live in Bahasa as well. Uh, we're real excited about this. We actually look forward to it in the future. We're not going to really do it too much today, but we're actually going to do some interaction with you as you watch. You can send in prayer requests and things. You could do that now, but actually we're going to actually have prayer teams standing by live to pray with you uh, in, in, the, in the next few weeks coming. So we're excited about that. We're, we're thrilled. It's great that you're here today. Uh, nice to hear singing. Woo, it's great. So uh, just so you know, this, uh, this month we're, we're starting a new series called Go and Tell. And this is not a series for you to sit and watch. Yeah, you see the two active words, go and tell, not sit and watch. So our goal this month, my heart's desire, my prayer is that we would share our testimony, the good news of Jesus Christ, of what God did in our hearts, we would share with 1,000 people this month. Imagine 1,000 people hearing the gospel this month. We can do this, uh, so I want you to volunteer to at least share with at least minimum five to ten people this month. If we all do that, we'll be well over a thousand. Uh, I would tell you a testimony, but instead of me, I'm going to actually have a friend of mine. Her name is Grace. I wanted her to come and just share her testimony about what God did in her life and coming to Jesus. So Grace, please come and share blessings, blessings. Put the mic up to your mouth. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good morning, everyone. Happy Sunday. I'm grateful to be here this morning and I want to share my testimony about Jesus. So the first one, I was born and raised Muslim and I was agnostic. I believe in God in general, like, but I don't want to talk about God. I didn't want to talk about God and I never talk God with my friends, like, that's it. And, all right, by the way, my name is Grace because my grandmother loved Grace Kelly. That's it, yeah. But it's, it's an uncommon name for Muslim name. But now, it's something now. And, yeah. My husband, he is Christian. And he take me to the church. But for, for 10 years, um, I never felt the presence of God. So I see a sermon as a motivator thing, as the positive thing. But I didn't know Jesus. And... One day, five months ago, my husband asked me, have you received Jesus as your Savior? And I was really defensive. I said, oh, you know me. I believe in God, but it's so sensitive. It's a sensitive topic for us. So yeah, we stopped talking about it. And that night, I prayed to God. God, if you really exist, please show me uh, which God and how to pray. And yeah, when I was sleeping, I heard a voice call my name. Uh, I thought it was my husband and I checked on him, but he was sleeping. I heard it three times. 
And I went back to sleep. And then I saw a bright light, a very bright light. I'm not sure it's a, a dream or vision, but I saw a bright light, a figure with the crown, white robe and open arms. And he said, pray to me. And I asked, who? And he said, Jesus. That's my first experience. And the second one, two weeks later, I was driving alone and then I heard a voice play the song. And I said, what song? I just followed the voice, yeah, because like, I didn't know what happened, but I just followed the voice and said, what song? And the song said, hallelujah. Okay, I was confused because in my playlist is only R&B and hip-hop songs, so I never played the, the hallelujah song. So yeah, I searched on my Spotify and yep, the first song I found is the Alexander Burke. I think that's a pop song, the hallelujah song. And I, I played that song and I started crying like a baby, like uh, my, I was on fire and then all I can say is just praise the Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Just, just praise the Lord. For 15 minutes, I drive, I stop, I drive, I stop because I didn't know what it was, but it was so peaceful and so beautiful. And the third time, uh, a week later after the hallelujah moment, I had a very bad uh, problem, really bad. I lost my confidence. I lost the trust to my inner circle. Like, oh, how, can, how, how could this happen to me? But Jesus helped me. Because after, uh, after uh, the moment of the hallelujah song, I started download the Bible app. So, yeah, I start from the New Testament. I, I, hadn't, I didn't know what to start, but I just learned the Bible. And then when I sat, I pray. When I was angry, I pray. When I was lost my mind, I pray. And Jesus helped me. Jesus gave me peace. I can say, even I'm at the lowest point in my life, I can find peace. It's like, I cannot explain it, but yes, I feel really peaceful. And after that, uh, I contact my friend, Monica. It's a funny story because three years ago, Monica came to me and she said, Hey, Grace, if you want to join the Bible study, just let me know. And it was three years ago. So I said, okay. And it just popped up. I contacted her and then she led me to Pastor Don Bible study. And finally, I met the appointment and I met Pastor Don and I told my story to Pastor Don and Pastor Don explained to me about Jesus, about Jesus' love. And one moment, Pastor Don said, can I pray for you? And I said, of course. And Pastor Don and Monica pray for me. And I started bubbling and I didn't know what it was because like I spoke the words I didn't understand at all. Like I was confused. But Pastor Don said, don't worry about it. Just let the Holy Spirit lead you. So yeah, I was speaking tongue that day. So I was on fire like, oh, I couldn't explain, but it's a beautiful experience. And after it, uh, I said to Pastor Don, Pastor Don, I want baptized water baptism. Yeah, 
And until now, even when I sad, I struggling, I always know Jesus is always with me. Jesus never abandoned us. Even when I didn't know Him, He came at the right time, the right moment. I can say if I didn't know Jesus that day, maybe I will do the bad things. Maybe I still angry until now. But now, yes. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you for, Pastor Don, thank you for letting me to share this testimony. And Jesus bless us. Thank you. <laughs> wow, that's, yeah, that, one of the things that happened too was when I was driving over to Monique's house uh, to meet Grace, God kept telling me, he said, he said baptism, baptism. Like as I'm driving, I'm riding my bike. So when I got there, I said to Stefan, I said, Stefan, I need some shorts. And Monica, you got to get some shorts and a shirt because I think this woman is going to get baptized. I didn't even know who she was. And so after she got baptized in the spirit, she came up and she was crying a bit. <laughs> Tears of joy. And, uh, and then she, uh, she just came up and she looked at me and she said, can I get baptized? I'm like, yeah, the shorts are ready. Here we go. So baptized her right on the spot. Amazing. God is good. Amen? Amen. And, you know, we're so thankful. That, uh, in Mark, it says this. It says, in the beginning, it's the first verse out of the book of Mark, first chapter. He says, in the beginning, the good news uh, about Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Son of God. Or in the beginning, this is the good news of Jesus Christ. And that, I love that term good news, because Jesus is good news, amen? He's good news to us, and, and I'm excited. And so I, today, I just want to see something very simple for you out there, anybody here, if you're struggling or whatever, there's good news. And I want to share six areas where the good news of Jesus Christ is for you and for anyone that's struggling. The first thing, right off the bat, is if you have dissatisfaction, if you're dissatisfied with life, I don't know about you, but I, over and over again, I see people in their, in their lives, I see them like they try all different stuff. They try to get involved in, you know, in relationships and they're dissatisfied or alcohol. I mean, honestly, when I was younger, I, I was in the kind of the drug scene. I, I chased after that thinking it was going to bring satisfaction. But in the end, I was dissatisfied. Even you'd be surprised. Even I, I remember sitting with a, a rich woman, very rich lady. And, you know, she said, you know, I can go to the market and I could buy the most expensive of anything and not have to think about it. And she said, I'd give all of that up just to be satisfied inside. Jesus, he said this. He said, anyone who is thirsty, come to me. Anyone who uh, believes in me, he, uh, he may come and drink. And the scriptures declare that rivers of living water will flow from his heart. And I know for me, and I, and I know that we heard this from Grace, for me, I, I, when I came to Jesus, like this, like satisfaction came, like I was finally connected with God. And, and that connection just brought great satisfaction in my heart. So today I want to say to you, if you're, if you're dissatisfied with life, there's good news. Jesus Christ is here to bring satisfaction into your life. And the second thing is, obviously, even during this season, you know, uh, this idea, if you're afraid to die. You know, I was in America, and 
You know, America has a misconception about Indonesia. Uh, they, they, you know, because of the major religion here, they, they, they think, oh no, because all, all Americans here is that, you know, they're dangerous. And it's not true. We know this isn't true. But I remember someone asking me, aren't you afraid? Aren't you afraid that you might die? Now, just so you know, I said to them, uh, later I, I say a different answer, but I said to them, I said, so we die. Death is promotion. This is nothing. This life is nothing compared to what God has for us ahead. You know, our life is only this long, but we got eternity. And, you know, in Hebrews it says, God, because God's children are human, Jesus became flesh and blood. For only as a human could he die, and only by dying could he break the power of death. He put to death, death. Like he killed it. He killed death. So we don't have to worry about death anymore. We don't need to be scared of this. Now, we want to be careful about the, the disease. We don't, nobody wants to die. But we don't have to fear what comes after. Because Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. And he who believes in me will not die. If he's, if, he, if, he's, if he's alive now, he will just pass from this life to the next. And if he's dead, he will rise again and he will be with me. So we know, hallelujah, that we don't have to be afraid of death. If you're afraid of death, there's good news. There's good news. The good news is Jesus Christ. So there's good news for those who are dissatisfied. There's good news for those who may be afraid of death. You don't have to be. For those who are lonely and hungry for connection, I've been through this recently. I, I can't tell you this morning, just being with you know, the 12 of you and just hearing praise, you know, just, just watching Bing raise her hands, you know, it's just all of a sudden I was like, yes, hallelujah, we're together. I feel connected. And the beautiful thing, uh, Jesus said he wouldn't leave us as orphans. When we, when we come to Jesus, it says that, you know, he baptizes us into a family and we are children of God. We now have a family. If you are feeling lost and, and disconnected, God said, you know what he said? He said, I want to marry you. I remember talking to this one uh, girl. She was here in uh, uh, our community, but now she's moved away. I was sitting with her. She was so dissatisfied and, and so in need of connection. And I looked at her. I said, do you know what you need? She goes, no, I don't know what I need. <laughs> I said, you need to get married. She goes, yes, I want to get married. I'm like, no, 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 no. You need to marry Jesus. I said, I want you to go home tonight. I want you to just get on your knees before, if you want to, get on your knees before you go to bed tonight and say, Jesus, I take you to be my husband for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, and death will never part us. <laughs> I said, I want you to do that, you know? And honestly, you know, I just went on with my day. I didn't see her. She went off, and I got busy, and I can't say I, I actually even thought about it uh, the rest of the day. And the next morning, I was just home, and, and the phone rings, and it's Miley, and, and, and we're just talking, and I had forgotten I told her to do that. And she goes, she goes, guess what? I said, what? She goes, I got married last night. And I'm thinking, she meet a guy one night? <laughs> and she said, she, I said, did you meet someone? She said, no, 
I got married. I got on my knees and I asked God to marry me. I asked Jesus to marry me and I said, what happened? She goes, well, nothing. She said, but this morning when I woke up, I just prayed and I felt this deep connection, this deep connection that I never felt before. God wants to marry you. If you're feeling disconnected and you want to be connected and you need relationship, Jesus said, I won't leave you as often. He will send the Holy Spirit. He can connect with you today and he will be close to you and he will never leave you nor forsake you. That's the good news. Amen? Amen. And so the good news is that if you're struggling, if you're struggling uh, to survive, if you're struggling with finances, if you're struggling in life, if you're, you just feel uh, overwhelmed, and I'm sure many of us have felt that way, overwhelmed. If you're feeling overwhelmed, there's good news. There's good news. Jesus said, I give you life and life more abundantly. He said in, in John chapter 14, verse, uh, uh, chapter 14, verse 15, he said, if you love me, obey my commandments and I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate or another comforter who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who will guide you into all truth. You know, I remember talking with a, a, a gentleman and he came to Bali. And when he came to Bali, he came to open a business. And when he got here, he, he had like his whole business plan, his price uh, that he was going to sell his product. And he began to look around and he realized that he was in a big sea with a lot of sharks. And there were guys that were beating every one of his prices. He says, I'm, I can't do this. I'm not going to. He felt overwhelmed. He didn't know what to do. And so he said, one night I was just sitting there with God and I was just praying, God, what do I do? And God spoke to him about Goliath. And he said, I, you'll never defeat Goliath by being Goliath. He said, you need to be David. And God showed him a plan and he began to execute that plan and God blessed him and he began to uh, uh, find a way to make a living. And, and today he's still, use, he's still running that business. It's been several years now. And even through this season, he has found, he's gone to God and he said, God, I need wisdom. Holy Spirit, I need guidance. And God has guided him. God will guide you. You are not alone and he can give you answers, answers to what you need. And so you don't feel like, oh no, I'm overwhelmed. When I am overwhelmed, I go to the rock says, I stand on a rock and he's a strong rock, a firm foundation. And whoever trusts in him will not be ashamed. You can go to God and you can get wisdom and guidance. By the way, let me just share this one thought here. If you are feeling overwhelmed, I love what, what Grace said. She said, I got, I got the Bible app and I began to read. And when I was, when I was this, I prayed and I read. When I was this, I prayed and I read. When I was this, I prayed and I read. And God met her. The good news is God will meet you where you're at. And he will guide you and he will help you. I don't know how old uh, we are here. And I don't want to ask any of the women how old they are. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I remember talking to this one woman. She was probably about 48 years old. And she felt like overwhelmed. She felt like she was in trouble. And, and, uh, 
she didn't know how she was going to survive. And I looked at her and, and I said to her, I said, Suzanne, I said, how old are you? And she graciously told me her age. She said, I'm 49. I said, God took care of you for 49 years. I guarantee you, he will take care of you 10 more, 20 more. He'll take care of you through eternity. Remember, he's already taken you through this long. He will continue to take you through. And I always say this to anybody who's watching. If you're watching, you, it means you have a phone or you have a computer or a television. God is providing. Trust me, he's providing all you need. So we don't have to be afraid of death. We don't have to be overwhelmed. We can be connected. We're in a family. This is all good news. If you're feeling shameful, as if you've done something wrong, if you're feeling like you're hiding something and you can't tell anybody what you're going through, let me tell you, there is good news. The good news is that Jesus Christ will forgive you and take away all your shame, all your guilt, all your anger, all your fear, all your distrust. He can take it all away. He will fill you through and through with <laughs> grace, a uh, great name. He will fill you with his grace. He will fill you with his presence. I was sharing with someone this week the good news, and I was telling them my story and I remember the day that I received Jesus. And I, I said, Jesus, you know, I was not God, you know, so I said, Jesus, come into my heart and forgive me of my sin. And I went from feeling so heavy to feeling light. Like, I just felt like a weight was lifted. And, you know, I shared in the, in the Bahasa uh, message today about, about how it says, it says in James chapter 5 that the good news, uh, the good news of Jesus is that he's standing at the door waiting for you. It says, it actually says it this way, the judge is standing at the door. And oftentimes when we think of judge, we get afraid because, you know, I know my sins. I know them, you know. I know them. And as a matter of fact, there's a song that says, I know the things I've done wrong. A thousand of them. I know them all. But Jesus finds none. He finds none. See, the judge can, can, can give you two verdicts. One verdict is guilty. The other one is not guilty. And through the blood of Jesus, we are not guilty. He forgives us of all our sins. He takes them all away. And we can now, hallelujah, be whole, be clean, be pure. All our sins can be wiped away. I'm reminded of that story in Luke chapter 15 where the son runs off and he Get, he, 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 he throws away all his inheritance and he, he does all kinds of sin. He doesn't even feel, he doesn't even feel like he belongs. And the Bible says that, that the, the father was sitting on the porch watching, looking. He wasn't waiting. Like, like as soon as he saw the son, he didn't wait for the son to come to him. He ran towards the son. Now, I've shared this before. There's a cultural thing that was going on here. Now, by the way, this man was a wealthy king. It is undignified 
for a king to run, but he doesn't care what he looks like. He only cares about his son. And he's running because in that culture, if someone else had gotten to the sun, what they would have done is they would have took a clay pot and they would smash it at the sun's feet because of what he did. And they would have said, shame on you for what you did to your father. And yet the father doesn't want one person to put shame on his son. All he wants to do is get to his son and say, here's the ring. Here's the robe of white. You're my son. Come, let's celebrate. When we see Jesus, hallelujah, we might think of our sin for about one second, and then we're going to see that they're all washed away and they're clean. And so we can know, hallelujah, that all our sins and all our shame, this is good news for anybody who's struggling. Let God take all your shame away and declare it that your sins are forgiven. Hallelujah. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Woo! Oh, I get so excited by that. I get so excited because I, I need him. I need him every day because I'm not perfect. I'm so far from perfect, but hallelujah, through his blood, he made me whole. He made me perfect. Thank you, sis. I'm just excited about that. I just love him for that. So there's good news to you. It's good news because Jesus Christ died for our sins. This is good news. I, I, I'm told I can't stand up because we're, you know, yeah, this is our first time. They're going to set it up so I can run next time. No. So anyways, <laughs> I promised them I wouldn't stand. But I want you to go. If you have been forgiven, how many have been forgiven here today? Amen? Right? We've been forgiven, right? Go and tell someone. You know, I love that blind man, the blind man. He doesn't know anything about Jesus, knows nothing, right? What happens? Jesus comes up and says to him, what do you want? He says, I want to see Jesus, of course, in his power. By the way, that's other good news. I don't even have that. The good news is Jesus can heal you, but I, there's only so many things I can put in a message. And he gets healed, right? So what does he do? He starts telling people, hey, I was blind. And now I'm healed. And Jesus did it. He keeps telling people, so many people, that he ends up in front of the, 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 the most studied, the most educated people. He's just, a, he's, just a, he's just a guy, uneducated guy. And he's standing before these, these religious, uh, uh, educated men. And they start like, they said, are you trying to teach me? <laughs> he begins to teach them. And you know how he taught them? by his testimony, by just simply telling his story. I want us to share with 1,000 people this, this month. I almost said this week. Maybe I prophesied. 1,000 people this week. Just tell someone. You don't have to be theological. You don't have to go to school. You got touched by Jesus, right? Once I was blind. Now I can see. Once I was dissatisfied. Once I was in trouble and God answered me. That's all you have to tell them. If they ask a question and you don't know the answer, you know what you say? It's simple. I don't know, but let's go to Jesus and find out what he'll tell us. It's good news today. And finally, I, I don't know about you, but for me, the good news is that you can know God. You can actually experience him. You can have an experience with God and know that he's close to you. 
And, and you know, I, I was sitting with this man one time, and, and I know I've shared this story once. He, he said, Donald, you could never know God. He's so big and complex that you could never understand who he is. You know, and, and I sat there and said, he's right. Until God revealed to me, he said, yeah, but a baby knows his dad. Because he senses his mom. He knows who they are. He you know, inside your spirit cries out, Abba, Father, you know. It's like Peter, to whom shall we go, God? Where are we going to go? Because he looks at this, Jesus looks at his disciples and he says, are you going to leave me too? And Peter says, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And we believe and come to know that you are the Messiah. Peter had a connection. He knew you can know, you can know that God is with you today. That's the good news. So I want to pray, we want to close in a very simple message today. In the future, we're actually going to hang around. We're not ready to do that yet, but in the, in the future, we're going to sit here and we're actually going to discuss what we talk about. And you can send in your questions, but now I'm just going to go Instagram live. <laughs> but eventually, we're going to actually do it right here. That's one of our plans. But I want to pray for you, anybody out there that's struggling I want you to go to Jesus. And if you have already experienced Jesus, I want you to promise me to go and tell five people this week. Go and tell five people this week. And I want to hear your testimony. I want to hear about how you've told me, uh, told someone about Jesus. Even if it's not a great reaction. It's, you realize that your job is not to convert someone? You can't. It's impossible. That's the Holy Spirit. That's God's job. But God wants to use your mouth to tell the good news. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, you are good. You're a good, good father. That's who you are. And I know, Lord God, hallelujah, that you have saved us. You've delivered us from death. Lord God, we can be close to you. You made us your children. You married us, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, I thank you that you bring satisfaction, that out of us can come rivers of living water. I've felt them. I've tasted of them. And Lord God, I don't thirst for anything else but more of you. Father, for anyone out there who's filled with shame, I pray they would ask right now that you forgive them and they would sense your forgiveness and your presence. I pray these things. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. God bless you. Thanks for watching. Have a great day. We'll see you later, yeah?